You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It is The Big Show in the morning. An hour later. Yeah, sure. No one seems to have noticed. We're all here. I didn't check the text line yet. No, it seemed to be fine. Where are you guys supposed to be show? The final Friday. (laughs) Absolutely no messages in the text line. We're totally fine. (laughs) Tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, Dumont. That's exactly it. Did it happen? Uh, Final Friday of 2022 is here. Your final edition of the big show without George Russick and without Matt Rose. I'm Logan Gordon. He's Patrick Dumas in the other room. Well, you're with me next week for a couple days. Yeah, but this yeah. is the last show of oh, this, saying of the year. The, this year. I think when we do this oh. again, it'll be a different oh, year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, there's I a thing that'll happen that. this weekend. Ah, yes. People are gonna make a lot of we uh, big we, deal about it. We changed the calendar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your puppy calendar changes. We've from... done one revolution around the sun. Yeah, sure. Is that true? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Time is a fake it's construct. Three hundred and sixty-five sure. and some change. Perfect. Is it yeah. a leap year? It was a leap year, actually, I believe, this year. Actually. Really? Yeah, so there actually might have been 366 days. I was days. guessing. I didn't know that. Uh, in the other room, in the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, GVP. Good morning, Garrett. Hello, friends. How are we doing? Living the dream, sir. There we go. Uh, if you didn't know, we call Garrett GVP because we don't want to insult him by mispronouncing his last name. Vanderplug. That's close, yeah. It's pretty good. So he said it was close. It wasn't right. Well, he added a little accent onto it. But that's how uh, this guy's last name is Dumas. Yeah, so I'm the one who added that. That's accent gonna happen. To yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> it's like adding an umlau on there. It's, it's what kinda... I do with uh, with uh, with Dennis Gilbert, Denny Gilbert. When I first came here, his name was Patrick Dumas. <laughs> it was. It's okay. not that anymore. It's Patrick Dumas, and he's done that by his own accord. And fair enough. Second time back, I changed it. Exactly. You can't come back to the same person. It's like Andy in the office coming back. It's Drew now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's changed. Drew. It's Drew. Um, I'm not going to call I'm you not going to call you that. I wasn't going to be a Pat because there's already one here. Yeah. So. Uh, and uh, back from his fabulous warm weather vacation. Ooh, yeah. Sunny in Brandon. the heart of Canada. <laughs> Manitoba's own. Heart. Alex Brody's here with us. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Canada's heart. Beats. That's what Manitoba's tagline is. Were you in is. Brandon? Is that was Dumont <laughs> correct? Were you in Brandon? Yeah. So I'm from a small town called Rapid City, but it's basically Brandon. So I just say Brandon. I always love how small towns put like city on the name of their back end. <laughs> so like, yeah, we're a big place, mm. but you're not. It's like Zama City in like the far northwest of Alberta. I'm not gonna lie. I've been to Brandon once in my life, and was it driving. I'm through? never gonna go back. No, my my <laughs> aunt lived there for oh, a short period okay. of time. Uh, we visited her once and then just waited for her to come back to Alberta, which eventually You're happened. Us so, now. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. This is where he chose to live. Hey, what was it? The weather or the lack of entertaining things to do? Yeah. Um, Cinnabon kept flooding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how was, uh, how was your time off, bro? You know, it was, it was nice. The drive isn't, is about as exciting as Brandon. Um, and long and flat. Yeah. The drive there wasn't bad. Uh, but the drive back two days ago, I guess I started, so on Wednesday, and the highways were brutal. Mm. So, so much ice. So 
we made it as far as Medicine Hat, and then I spent the night there last night, my first time spending the night in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Oh, yeah? Fine city. What a town. town. They still got Houston's Pizza there? I don't know that he was... <laughs> out searching local. No, no, there's no more Houston's Pizza in, in Medicine Hat. Dang it. <laughs> so you said you, you uh, liked your accommodations last night, you were telling me? Yeah, the, the hotel's kind of nice. I didn't realize there's like a casino in Medicine Hat, so I stayed at the... casinos everywhere, and, but that's, yeah. that's fine. It was... It was it was we nice. Have some fun, right? I don't stay in hotels, so it was no, kind of a fair. fun little treat. Swift Current has a has a casino. You might have really? saw it driving. It's right on the highway. You can't miss it. Oh yeah, it's a big casino yeah. too. Eh? Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, how was Christmas for you? Because you were you, you were there for the last little while, right? I asked everybody yesterday how their how their holidays were. You had a good time back home with the family. Lots of family still in Manitoba. Oh yeah, pretty much everybody's there. My my brother is a couple of years younger than me, but he still lives at home. Ha- loser um Jeez. no it was it was really nice to see my family and yeah everyone's out there so it was a lot of you know reconnecting catching up and not quite enough time but i'm glad to be back you know i, I can't spend too much time out there fair you've moved on to uh to bigger and better things out here correct right exactly you can't possibly go back it's not the same anymore you've been exposed to Big city life. Yeah, and like like you guys nailed it. it there's just nothing <laughs> nothing going yeah, on. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm I'm sure the people of Brandon are very nice. They're just And though the Wheat Kings aren't very good right now, so there's not anything entertaining at night. It's tough. Yeah. Uh glad to have you back, bro. Uh I did ask this to everybody yesterday. Are you turkey or ham family? Oh. <laughs> is it crazy to say both? No. No, I don't yeah. think so. If you got a big enough you, family, you're doing both and you're doing both. Do you have I a mean, preference? You... Uh, you know what? I would I would actually go for ham if I had really? to choose one of the They're... two. Yeah. Strange boy. <laughs> but you we... and you and your non-napping and your <laughs> ham eating ways on holidays. <laughs> Fair enough. Teach their own. Uh final show, 2022, guys. Here we go. Um lots to get to on the program today. Busy show. Busy show. Pete Labardi is gonna join us. We'll uh, chat some World Junior Hockey Championships with Lou. Get you set for the Flames and the Canucks come tomorrow at the uh, Saddle Dome. That'll be a yes. great game. Should be a buzzing atmosphere uh, at the Dome for the final home game of the calendar year. Uh, we'll also chat with Jesse King, captain of your Calgary Roughnecks. Mm-hmm. They're off to a good start this season. Yeah, big game tonight. Big game for them tonight on a game day. Return of Curtis Dixon. Superman yeah. back in town. Brendan Bachelor, play-by-play voice of the Vancouver Canucks for a look in on the other side. Always something going on in Vancouver. <laughs> Always a little bit. I mean, they, they great start last night, but then uh, not so much on the finish. And was was JT Miller a Richard yesterday? We'll we'll talk about that <laughs> uh, as the show goes on. But uh, yeah, last show, twenty twenty two, and we'll do some year in review things throughout the year. We got a couple text line questions for you to open up the program today. 960-960. The fan feedback line is always open to you here on the big show. And I thought and we'll go around here a bit and and go through some of these moments too. But obviously the, the question, you know, favorite sports moment 
of 2022. Wow. Right? And if you're a Flames fan, I was thinking about this last night. I was getting ready for the show. Yeah. Is Johnny Gaudreau scoring that overtime goal against Dallas still the moment for you? Because he's not here anymore, yeah. right? Is that moment tainted for you now? Mm-hmm. Are you still thinking, okay, well, maybe the trade's the biggest thing for me. But Huberto hasn't been what a lot of people have hoped he would be. At least not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Right? So as far as 2022 goes, we'll be talking about it as a calendar year for the Flames as one that's had massive importance and massive change. They had one of their best seasons ever. Mm-hmm. Daryl Sutter was the coach. They won a first-round playoff series. We had a battle of Alberta. It didn't end how you thought it would. But- and then the offseason takes a crazy turn yeah. that we're, we're literally, as Frank Cervalli, our NHL insider, told us yesterday on the program. We're going to be talking about this year and this trade mm-hmm. and everything that happened with the Flames for for 10 years, maybe more. I mean, there's 22 years into this century, and he, and he said it might be the, one of the biggest trades already of the century. And I think, yeah, I'm trying to think of other big trades that, that shook the, the NHL landscape like it did. I can't really think. I mean, there's some in-season deals. I know he had like Joe Thornton's deal to bought to San Jose in there, but but again, the, but the quantity return, yeah, and quality, yeah, of the players. return for Boston wasn't as nearly as great as what San Jose got out of it. Big players yeah. move, it's big contracts all the time, yeah. But this trade, big but contract. never big for big, yeah. That yeah. never happens, never, not in the NHL, not anymore. And that's what changed everything for the Flames. That's yeah. what changed what this season was going to be, yeah. Right. Think about where we are now. Even if we and we've heard about St. Louis has made offers. Was Carolina? Carolina was in there. Friedman's mm-hmm. given details the last couple of weeks that it was Marty Natchez. Maybe a contract in there of Jay Gardner. Couple for maybe picks here and there, and mm-hmm. a few prospects. Yeah. Well, man, do you ever look considerably different if oh, that's the God, yeah. if that's the deal? That that was essentially you're like. Nazem Kadri's not coming here. He's like, well, I look at this. I'm like, well, Marty Natchez, don't have Kachuk, don't have Gaudreau. I, I'll, I'll just maybe keep on going. Cause yeah, Natchez has been good, but the Marty outlook Natchez is, is great. different. Yeah, still a young player, still like not ready to take the, the key. And Calgary wanted to still be in that cup contender mode, and they needed to do that. They needed to go out and get a real, legit, top-line NHL player, and they did in Jonathan Huberto. They got a top-pair defenseman in Mackenzie Weger. And then that was like, oh, Kadri sees that. Hey, this thing's a little bit better. It's a little bit. This thing's a little bit. I yeah. I think this team's a, a lot better now if they made this trade than if they were to go with a Carolina one. So from a, a 2022 perspective, yeah. I think the Flames conversation is mm-hmm. is incredible. From a sports perspective, let's look back a bit and, and, you know, go through some of these moments and, and Garrett and Alex, you guys can jump in on this. If there was something that, you know, stood out to you, but I was just going through some of them last night and getting ready for today. And, you know, you go back to the beginning of the year, which always feels like more than 12 months ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it feels like it's been way, way longer than that. But you you think about where we were, you know, Antonio Brown was freaking out 
Yeah, he was taking his his he was uniform taking and his uniform off, off on the January second. Wow! In that, a game against the New York Jets. Wow! That's how the year started off for major sports moments. Ben Roethlisberger had his last game against mm-hmm. the uh, last game at Heinz Field. The next day, Georgia goes on to win the national title. NFL playoffs are crazy. Yeah, the Bills-Chiefs game I saw it on one of the networks was doing their uh, top 10 of the year, and, and that was number two or number three game of the year was that Bills-Chiefs divisional game. Like, God, that was, and that was so long ago. I know. that was. <laughs> we're not even 12 seconds left. My, Patrick Mahomes gets Travis Kelsey to get into field goal range. Bills were that close to going to the AFC Championship. There was a Winter Olympics in Beijing. There was a Winter Olympics this year. <laughs> that that stunned me. No one in the no one in attendance. No, nope. uh, no NHLers for for hockey. Uh, so that I think definitely uh, uh, definitely hit the craw of a lot of of the neutrals of the maybe the people that don't really watch the Olympics. Like, well, there's no NHLers. There's no fans in the crowd. It's like we had the same thing with Tokyo last year. The Summer Olympics, you need the people in attendance there. But yeah, I forgot the Olympics were there. Live Golf. Yeah, Live started up. Turned the golf world on its head. Yeah. This year. And still continues to be a, a major topic when it comes to the future of golf. Yeah. That's a huge one. Miguel Cabrera had his 3,000th hit. Albert Pujols had a big year as well. Yep. Uh, the Warriors returned to the, the the NBA mountaintop after some down years. Steph Curry gets his, what, fourth, fifth title? Fourth title? It's Saint, been a lot. Yeah, man. I remember St. Peter's run at the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Peacocks. That was, a, that was a fun one. Got all the way to the Elite Eight. The Avalanche won the Stanley Cup back in June. <laughs> Kale McCarr. Yeah, the Calgary kid brings it home for mm-hmm. a Slurpee. Him and Logan O'Connor. Right, which you absolutely, I thought it was awesome. Going down the bow. Yeah, like what, like, <laughs> and how long ago does that feel? <laughs> I know it was really hot. I know that. I think it was pretty hot outside. We lost Vin Scully this yeah, year. A lot, of, a lot of greats we lost. Among others. I LA yesterday. Yeah, hey, I mean, look, there's, you know, there was the whole Serena Williams. Yeah, I heard, yeah. Farewell, but not farewell. Roger Federer so, yep. was this year. Maybe just a couple weeks ago, Lionel Messi. Yeah. The greatest World Cup final ever. Like, it's it's been a crazy sports year. <laughs> it's all just... Aaron dead. Judge makes yep. history... I, I'm. I, it's just it's one of those ones where you always look back and you're like, I can't. You know, the last couple of months for sure are busier than the summer. Oh yeah, and it makes you it totally makes you totally forget about even but like, everything yeah. else. Yeah. Right. All we've been talking about is Buffalo's gone through crazy storms, mm-hmm. and we've had the World Cup and the crazy celebration in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting geared up for bowl games this weekend, playoff games in college football. There's just a couple weeks left in the NFL season. Oh, and by the way, Alex Ovechkin. Oh, yeah. 
passing Gordy Howe. Passed Gordy Howe for number two all time in NHL goals. I saw one thing. Like, it's just, just yeah, just it's. Remember the Harry Carey hologram at the Field of Dreams game and how creepy that was. You don't remember? Oh that? yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forget about that. Like, those were like the moments too. Like, <laughs> just weird. You can always go through a year in perspective and always go, okay, who won the major championships? Mm-hmm. Like, who's your teams of the year? Yeah, those sort of things. But it's all the moments in between that, the, like the funny that get lost and get Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson's foot fantasy yeah, football slap. fantasy football. Yeah, like what? <laughs> it's a real thing that happened this year. So random. Seriously. So, yeah, it's uh, the text line question of the day, 960-960. Your favorite sports moment of 2022, flames or otherwise. Mm -hmm. Could be any of those. Uh, GVP, Broads, if I was to ask you guys memorable sports moments of 2022 for you, where would you go, Garrett? I mean, you covered a lot of them, but I would say live golf would be one of the bigger ones. Like, I can't remember the last time golf was really brought into the mainstream, mm-hmm. and it kind of turned into like a like a reality show at times with Rory McIlroy beaking at Greg Norman, <laughs> and vice versa. And it was kind of nuts, to be honest. And the Aaron Judge one was a big one too. Like, it's probably the biggest record to fall in the last ten years, I would say. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we're sitting there, like a couple weeks ago, saying, "Is this guy going to San Fran mm-hmm. after all of this?" Right. And, you know, one of the biggest free agent chases of all time, maybe. All for not. Steinbrenner going full Yankee. You know, say, hey, do you want to be a Yankee? And if it does, then he says yes. He bumps it up for him to the 390 or whatever it is and gets the deal done. Mm -hmm. Those are always the little things that. You know, it'll be a footnote. You'll look back and you'll go, mm-hmm. oh, Aaron Judge re-signed with the Yankees. As we thought. But there's that 10-day period of drama. <laughs> the one tweet that got everybody. Oh, yes, Arson Judge. That got everybody. Thank you, John. Riled Hammond. up. What about a- you, Broads? What, did, uh, what stood out for you in the calendar year of 2022? Well, so... Sort of the one that you didn't mention is I think 2022 is a pretty good year for women's sport. Um, and one for me that was like really great to see was the women's Euros, the mm, final. England. Yeah, eight, 87,000 people watched that game. Yep. That is a record for men's or women's in UEFA games. So that was a really big one for me to just kind of see the progress. Like I think the previous women's Euro averaged like only thousands of viewers, like between I think like five to eight thousand, mm-hmm. and then we saw eighty-seven thousand people live viewing this game. Like it was remarkable to see. So that was a big one for me. On the other side, the weekend presents New Year's. How do we feel about New Year's? Like now in Calgary, as long as I've been here, it's usually culminated at the Saddle Dome. With some sort of matchup, it's become Vancouver. Some years it's been Chicago. There's always there's always usually a game at the Saddle Dome mm-hmm. on the thirty first. Are we New Year's? Are you a New Year's guy, Dumas? Are you? 
Mm. You Chinese food at home? <laughs> are you? See you next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, this year I might actually have something going on, which is the first time in actually a long time. Uh, I usually hate being out just because traffic, people, a lot of people. Just I'm I'm that guy. I like to hang out at home. New Year's. Watch TV. Sometimes I'm even sleeping for midnight or playing video games or something like that. Very simple, man. Very, very simple. But it doesn't, it's not. It a, doesn't move the, the needle for me. It doesn't move the needle for you. You're not no. watching the the feed in New York for. I used to be really big on that. countdown yeah, and everything. Yeah, watching the ball drop back when, uh, back when Dick Clark actually still did it. <laughs> <laughs> I've not watched uh, a, a New Year's Who Eve. does it now? Is it Seacrest? It's Anderson Cooper does one for CNN. And then, yeah, I think Ryan Seacrest did like took over from Dick Clark's on ABC. So like it was the rocking New Year's Eve back in the day. And now I think Seacrest just kind of got pumped up into that, uh, into the main role. Broads, what about you? I know we talked about your plans this year and they were boring, but <laughs> well, uh, like usually do you do something? Is there usually something on the calendar for you? So most years I'm still in Manitoba for New Year's. Um, so I usually celebrate New Year's with my friends, um, like my friends in Manitoba. Yeah. Um, but this year, so yeah, I'm I'm back here. So I don't have anything crazy on the agenda. Like I don't think I'll, I'm kind of, I don't think I'll go out. Like usually... I was not really a bar person on New Year's. I was more just like hanging with a small core group. So, yeah, I think I might just kind of take it easy this New Year's, which is which is weird for me, honestly. But, yeah, normally, normally I'm going pretty ham on New Year's. Well, yeah, and it falls on an absolutely perfect Saturday. Like, it's it's not a Tuesday. It's not a Thursday night, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> as good as it gets this year. Uh, GVP, what about you? Are you... Is it crazy Is it crazy to say that New Year's might be better than Christmas? I, would, I would... think so, yes. Think I think so? you would ruffle a number of feathers if you were to say that New Year's was better than Christmas. I think I would take that stance, though, that New Year's is better than really? Christmas. Really? Yes, I would mm. say so. Now, what about it is... It makes it better than Christmas for you. On Christmas at times, when you got people coming over, you're somewhat expected to be on your best behavior. Like, if you got your cousins coming over or family coming over, it's like... You're talking to these people. You might not have even seen them for like a couple of years and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. And like sometimes those interactions aren't the most fun, but on New Year's you can kind of get into the degenerate behavior a little bit. Kind of let loose. I can appreciate that. It's more. It's definitely more of a party atmosphere. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's definitely a little bit looser. Mm-hmm. Right. Like grandma and grandpa probably. And Christmas is always the same thing over and over. Like it's fun. It's great. But you know. Let's mix it up a little bit here and there. So what do you, do you have a group of friends you're going out with? Is there a spot you're going to hit up on Saturday? Uh, not this weekend, no. No. But yeah, those are, that's for other reasons. Yes. Because I realize how dumb a question that was from my <laughs> perspective. Um, but yeah, but usually would it be a family thing for you or? Uh, I feel like Christmas is definitely more of a family thing, but then a New Year's is more of a getting with your friends type thing. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm a... I'm pretty neutral on New Year's, to be honest. Yeah. If there's something going on with some friends, for sure. But I'm definitely not like, oh, we got to get New Year's Eve tickets to go to. I just think it's more of a relaxed environment, New Year's. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know that I would I would go as far as you to say that I would put it ahead of Christmas. I, I do love Christmas. But because Christmas is a hit for me every mm. year. New Year's is kind of hit or miss, depending on what's going on. I could but, give you like the holiday itself, Christmas, is better than New Year's, but maybe yes. the New Year's environment would be better. Is okay, where I would go. Yeah, fair. 
I won't disagree with you on that. Uh, still to come on the program, it was a busy night in the sporting world last night. We'll get you caught up with a morning report. Peter Labardius and Jesse King joining us in hour two. We'll take a look at the Flames' next opponent, the Vancouver Canucks, with Brendan Batchelor. Lots to get to yes. as uh, the big show in the morning continues next here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. No Calgary Flames hockey today. Mm-hmm. Back at it tomorrow with their final home game of the season against the Vancouver Canucks. 8 p.m. start. Don't want to miss it. Pat Steinberg and Peter Labardius have your Flames warm-up at 7. Wills and Labardius call the Flames and the Canucks just after 8, right here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. But just because there was no Flames hockey last night did not mean that there wasn't anything going on. In fact, it was a busy day in the sports world yesterday. NFL football, plenty of NHL hockey, NBA action. We'll get you all caught up with the morning report brought to you by MotorWorks. Mm -hmm. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. And with today's morning report... We say good morning to Patrick Dumas. Patrick, hello. Yes, Flames enjoying a couple days off, but that's okay. There was 11 games last night in the NHL to talk about. Week 17 got underway in the NFL and the loss of a sporting icon. We'll start with the Calgary Flames. One more off day before closing out 2022 against the Vancouver Canucks on Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, some news yesterday from the team as they reassigned Denny Gilbert, Dennis Gilbert, and Radim Zahorna uh, back to the Wranglers. Flames' current roster sits at 21 uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Flames coming off a solid 3-2 win on Wednesday against the Kraken. Game-winning goal scored by Jonathan Huberto, his first as a member of the Flames. And it's his first goal he scored in the third period this year. He knows how important that goal really was. I felt good. I think, you know, I should have scored early in the third when I had the chance in front. And, you know, wasn't happy, but, I, you know, I have to could redeem myself after that and had the chance to score. But I think, you know, we're... Creating some chances offensively, so that's good for for line. So we've got to keep doing that every game. Yeah. How, how do you treat that? Like you said, you got the one early that doesn't get elevated. Are, are you kind of hoping? Okay, I really need another chance because I, I want another yeah. shot. Or how do you treat it? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be up if let's say they score. You know, after that and stuff. I think when that was uh, easy. Obviously, the confidence is not at the highest. You know, so that's probably why I didn't score because I mean I had the whole net, so I just had to lift it a little higher. But, you know, just to get it back, it was good and felt good. That was a big goal for confidence building for number 10. Uh, we saw, uh, you know, Jacob Markstrom trying to – he's getting back that confidence that he, you know, felt like he maybe lost when he said that he wasn't very good at hockey anymore. So this team's trying to, you know, figuring themselves out. And I think it's doing all right. Uh, Flames and Canucks tomorrow night. Our coverage starts at 7 o'clock. Flames warm up. Uh, puck drop shortly after 8 p.m. right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan, a part of the nightcap on Hockey Night in Canada. Looking forward to this one. Always uh, a fun atmosphere on New Year's. Uh, Going to be buzzing at the Saddle Dome for a Saturday night affair against the Canucks. Mm. Uh, we'll take a look at Vancouver a little bit later on with Brendan Batchelor, the radio play-by-play voice of the Canucks, but they've got their own set of drama going on as usual, and 
uh, for the Flames. It's just about the the two points and picking it up against a, a divisional opponent yep. on Saturday. A little revenge from their last meeting as well is probably on the table as well. 11 games from the NHL last night on Thursday. Let's get busy. Wings and Sabres. Detroit coming off a wild comeback one night ago against the Penguins. Uh, they were going to need one again on Thursday in Frozen Buffalo. Sabres score five in the first including two from their captain, Kyle Ocposo. Those pesky wings would actually make a game of it, getting it to 5-3 before Ocposo puts it in the empty net to complete his hat trick. Sabres double up the wings, 6-3. Uh, Montreal wrapping up their Florida road trip, taking on the Panthers. This was quite the beatdown. Deck plan a shot. It's tipped in front, batted up by White. Barkov back in, he scores! Top shelf, 4.38 to go in the first. The Panthers take a 3-1 lead. And already a hat trick tonight for the captain, Alexander Barkov. Yeah, another hat trick. A first period hat trick from Alex Barkov. It was actually only 3-2 after 20 minutes, but then it was all Panthers from there. They score four and answered to win 7-2. Barkov with a five-point night. Uh, Rangers and Bolts battled between two of the best in the game in goal on Broadway between Igor Shosturkin and Andre Vasilevsky. And that's exactly what we got. A great goaltending battle. 37 saves from Shosturkin, 38 from Vasilevsky. Mika Zvenijad and Braden Point provided the only offense in this one. We needed a shootout. Alex Kalorin takes the puck. Warning. Skating in on Shosturkin. Kalorin holds. Shoot. Score! Just like that. Up and over the stick. Kalorn has made it two to one. Just like that. Just like that, yeah, Espo. Just, just like that. Just like that. Uh, that's the 11th shooter. Sixth round. Alex Kalorn proves to be the winner. Vasilevsky stops Adam Fox. Bolts win 2-1. Sad that someone needed to lose that one. Uh, don't look now, but here come Ovi and the Caps. Winners of nine of their last ten taking on the Senators. Ovechkin would get goal 8-0-3 to kick off proceedings. Five goals total in the second period. Had this one with the Sens trailing 3-2. Now, late stages of the third period. Cue Alex Debrinkit. Back in front, Pinto tries to drop it back. Scores! Debrinkit gets the one-timer away and ties this one at three. Twelfth goal of the season for Alex Debrinkit. Meow. <laughs> Meow. I'm sorry, what? Meow. Yeah. Did you add that post sound? No, that's on the comment. That's on the broadcast. Play that Meow. again. Play that whole thing from him again. At three. Twelfth goal of the season for Alex Debrinkat. Meow. Am yeah. I high right now? What did I Meow. just hear? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you're not. You get it because he's got cat in his yeah. name? Uh, it you gets, pick up on that, guys? He's got cat in his name. It gets better. Does it? Yeah. Great feed for Shane Pinto. Uh, so Debrinkat ties it at three. We need overtime. Who's nets up into the zone? Swept off his stick. Here's a steal. Giroux with a steal. Two on zero. Giroux to Brinkett. To Brinkett scores. To Brinkett takes the feed from Giroux. Ottawa wins it in overtime. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I feel like I'm living in an alternate universe. This can't be real. It is. Play meow, that. meow. Seriously. The cat. I, I don't even like it's. It's you know you don't ever want to. That's gold, man. <laughs> what? That's gold. I love it. Play oh. that, I just like play it again. Feed from Giroux. Ottawa wins it in overtime. Meow, meow. <laughs> That's getting saved forever. Uh, yeah, Ottawa with a huge two points stops the Capitals' win streak. 
I don't even care about five. any of that. That's no, just all secondary no. to that. It's ruined. Everything's off the rails here. I now. can't even believe uh. <laughs> what I just heard. Uh, Jackets and Islanders, uh, about as entertaining of a game as you could expect, featuring the 2022-23 Blue Jackets. Islanders got two goals. How dare you speak of Johnny Gaudreau's <laughs> team like that? Uh, he had an assist. Uh, two goals two in the second, and then hunkered down from the Islanders, the way they play hockey. Uh, Columbus would get one in the very dying moments of the game. They'd run out of time. 2-1 Islanders win. Uh, Blackhawks and Blues. Uh, St. Louis beginning life without Tory Krug. Blackhawks just want the season to end. Blues did win the battle of between these once two fierce rivals. 3-1. Uh, Sam Gagne celebrated ahead of uh, celebrated ahead of this one for playing 1,000 games in the NHL as his Jets were entertaining the Canucks. Uh, played uh, quite well in his first year in the peg. Let's see if uh, the team can go out and get him a win. Bad start from the Jets. Dylan Sandberg turns it right over. Andrew Andre Kuzmenko makes it one nothing. But then the Jets would turn on the afterburners after that. He'll pick it up. Swing to the near side. Left hand shot. He'll move in. Scores. Pierre-Luc Dubois, a wrister pass, Colin Delia. It's a penalty shot goal, and it's 2-1 Winnipeg. Paul Edmonds on the call there. Mark Shifley would add a set, his second shortly after the Dubois penalty shot. Connor Garland would get the Canucks within one late, but then Mark Shifley would get his hat trick. Third hat trick of the day. The Jets snapped their third game, three-game losing streak and beat the Nucks. 4-2. The afterburners. I see what you did there. Yeah. Jets, the afterburners. Yeah. Well, and yeah, by the way, JT Miller, stop. Uh, what is he doing to Colin Stop. Delia? Leave him alone. Relax a bit Grumpy. there. Uh, Stars and Wild. Uh, Dallas leading the Central in this one. Uh, leading, uh, Looking to keep that gap growing between themselves, the Jets, and the Wild. Dallas big winner in this one. 4-1. Tyler Sagan with a couple goals. Austin Matthews homecoming as he was back in the Grand Canyon State taking on the Coyotes. We'll pick this one up at the third period, Leafs leading 3-2 when J.J. Moser ties it early and then just past the midway mark of the third. Gives it back to Morgan Riley. Riley with a bank pass that was partially blocked. Brought back in now on a two-on-one break. Pass in front, they score! Morgan Riley popped the puck up going up the middle and Jack McBain. Yeah, Jack McBain puts away an insane feed from Lawson Krause. Uh, he would get the, uh, McBain would get a second via the yawning cage and then Barrett Hayton uh, would get one more just for added measure. The Yotes own the Leafs. And to prove that, just in the past calendar year, this from uh, Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman, Arizona has beaten Toronto 2-1, 5-4, 4-2, and now 6-3 in four meetings since January 10th of this year. Just like we all thought we'd see in 2022. Yotes the, owning the Leafs. The Coyotes just dominating the Maple Leafs. You know, every team's got their kryptonite. And the Leafs, their kryptonite is the first round of the playoffs and the Arizona Coyotes. Apparently. Uh, Kings and Avs, fun game at Ball Arena. Avalanche get four goals in the second to take a 4-2 lead into the final frame. But Alex Iofalo pulls the Kings back within one early in the third. Then Sean Walker just midway, mark, midway past the midway mark. Ties it. Overtime solves nothing. We need... Another shootout. Adrian Kempe, one of three this year. A left shot. If he scores, the Kings win. In on goal. Kempe shoots. And he scores. Kings win the game. Avs blow a 4-2 third period lead and fall 5-4 to the LA Kings. The year of the comeback continues because there was another blown third period lead in the Flyers and Sharks game. San Jose led the Flyers 3-1. Owen Tippett would get Philly back within one. And then with the empty net, Travis Konechny. Riss it by Kapokakinen. We needed overtime. 
Tony D'Angelo wins it with his seventh on the year. That was the 252nd third period comeback this calendar year. It ties a record set back in 2013, and we still have two days left in 2022 to see if that record can get broken. Maybe it's tonight. There's four games, five o'clock. The Ducks host the Predators. That's a four o'clock puck drop out in Anaheim. Good for them. Uh, seven at seven o'clock, the Penguins and Devils do battle in the Steel City. At 7.30, this one should be a fun one, uh, Hurricanes host the Panthers. And at 8 o'clock on Sportsnet West, the Kraken get their second Alberta team in a row when they host the Edmonton Oilers. To the local scene, you might have heard this one right here on Sportsnet 960. Hitman in Red Deer taking on the Rebels as they go and search for their fifth straight win. Hitman, of course, 8-2 winners on Wednesday against the Oil Kings. A little bit tougher of a test on Thursday. Rebels coming into this one just two points back of the Winnipeg Ice for top spot in the WHL's Eastern Conference. It was all Rebels in this one. 4-1 the final. Hitman back at it on Sunday at the Dome, 1 p.m. against these very same Rebels. Wranglers in action tonight as uh, as well as they're looking to continue their great run of play, playing the Condors once again down in Bakersfield. The Calgary Roughnecks are back at it tonight as well after a week off, and it's a battle for the top spot in the West as they welcome an old friend in Curtis Dixon and the San Diego Seals to the Rough House. It's a 7 o'clock start. Calgary 14-5 winners in their last outing a couple weeks back against Vancouver. We'll be joined by the new Roughnecks captain, Jesse King, at 8.30 to talk about his group and the game ahead. To the World Juniors, Canada playing game three at the 2023 World 2023 World Juniors in Halifax and Moncton looking for another double-digit goal effort. Maybe even a double-digit win. And boy, howdy, did they ever. Taking on Austria, arguably the weakest team in this tournament. Uh, How about more history from the 2023 projected top overall pick? Seven-point outing against the Germans. Connor Connor Bedard uh, chipped in with two goals and four assists for a six-point night. And uh, on Canada's 10th goal, he tied the legendary Jordan Eberle with his 14th overall goal at the World Juniors for most all-time by a member of Team Canada. Stars prospect Logan Stankoven was named player of the game uh, with a goal and three assists. Canada outshot 47-12, the final. Uh, they'll wrap up their uh, replay against uh, their toughest opponent yet, Leo Carlson and Sweden. That goes at 4.30 tomorrow. Elsewhere around the tournament, uh, Battle of Unbeatens, Sweden was taking on Czechia. Uh, entertaining one to say the least. Swedes did win this one 3-2 in overtime. Finland shuts out Latvia 3-0, and the U.S. bounces back big 5-1 over the Swiss. Just two games today, 9 a.m., Latvia taking on Slovakia, and at 2.30, Germany takes on Austria. Both these games matter at the bottom as to avoid relegation. A win in regulation by Latvia and Austria will see Germany and Slovakia drop down into the relegation playoff. Relegation. Yeah, it's back. It's It's back back now. Uh, To the NFL. Week 17 getting underway in the Music City uh, as uh, Tennessee was hosting Dallas. Uh, no Derrick Henry for the Titans. Julius Chestnut getting the start in his absence. Uh, they made the decision ahead of the game to start Joshua Dobbs, who was just signed nine days ago off the Dal- Detroit Lions practice squad. Uh, shows you how much confidence they have in Malik Willis through his first three starts. Cowboys off to a running start in this one. Uh, Zeke Elliott takes the Pepsi plunge into the Titans end zone. And Dem boys are out to a 7 nothing lead. Zeke, he's going to be the cat bell cow back as this one. They were out without Tony Pollard. Cowboys would get a field goal to make a 10 nothing. As they were looking for more points, Peyton Hendershot cannot wrangle in the Prescott dart. And it's picked off by Kevin Byard. 
It's one thing the Titans still do. It's uh, they play really good defense, and uh, their defense comes up with another opportune pick to help out young Joshua Dobbs. They'd settle for three, and then on Dallas's next possession, another interception from Dak right at number 31, Kevin Byard, his second interception of the quarter, and that would lead to another three points. 10-6 game at the half. Of course the Cowboys were going to make this one difficult on themselves. It's it's the Dallas way. I, oh, I don't. Yeah. I, they're kind of like the Vikings to me. I, you've got talent. I just don't know that I can trust you. They just love having their fans just uh, just die. There's all a the time. there's a good team there. I just yeah. I don't know that you in big moments get it done. Even Mike McCarthy last night was at one point trying to downplay that the game didn't mean anything and it wasn't a big deal and then I mean, we were doing important we were doing important <laughs> things and yeah. I, it was just a weird yeah. uh, it wasn't a confidence builder if you were down no and they're heading into their final game against uh, against the giants that's probably not what you want to see second half a little bit better story for uh, offensively for the cowboys dalton schultz gets his first t- touchdown of the night to make it 17-6 uh, Tennessee would pull within six to get Josh Dobbs' first touchdown in the NFL. But then Dalton Schultz back at it again. Second down and seven for Dallas at the Tennessee 10. Shotgun. It's Prescott. Guns it. End zone. Oh, left corner. What a grab! What a grab. <laughs> yeah, what Schultz a goes upstairs for the touchdown. Ian Eagle on the call on Westwood 1. Joe Thomas was very impressed with that catch. Dalton Schultz goes up and over the top. Cowboys win this one. 27 to 16. They improved to 12 and 4 on the season. Still have a chance at that NFC's crown. Titans fall to 7 and 9. Still have everything to play for next week when they visit the Jacksonville Jaguars. Outside shot. Ryan Tannehill plays in that one. Uh, quickly now, NBA here. Toronto Raptors uh, back on the hardcore last night. Game you might have watched on Sportsnet. Uh, they were hosting John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, currently third in the West. Toronto been riding the struggle bus of late. Uh, they're sitting in 10th spot in the East, and we're going to be without Fred Van Vliet, who's day-to-day with a back issue, and Precious Achua, uh, but he's back, uh, expected to be back on Friday. To the actual game, Pascal Siakam was great per usual, 25-10. and 10. Raptors' defense was not. They fall 119-106 to the Grizz. They're taking on the Suns on Friday. And some sad news to pass along as well in the world of sport. Uh, the legendary Pele passed away yesterday at the age of 82 after a long battle. With colon cancer, uh, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, ever play the game of football. Uh, began his pro career back in 1956 with Santos at the age of 15. He went on to score 615 times in 636 appearances with the historic Brazilian club. He made his debut internationally for Brazil in 1957. And just a year later, was a member of the first Brazilian side to win a World Cup against Sweden. Proceeded to win two more, becoming the only player to date to have three World Cup trophies. Pele would wrap up his international career in 1971, scoring 77 times in 92 appearances for the national team. And then a few years years later would be the first massive figure uh, to play a role in growing the game in the United States when he joined New York Cosmos in 1975. He played two seasons before retiring for good in 1977. An absolute icon in not just soccer, but I think all of sport. He was a great man. Uh, there's this video I tweet retweeted it actually if you go on Twitter. Um, it's uh, between Pele and another legend uh, who's no longer with us, Diego Maradona, from a few years ago on a TV show, and it's Maradona and Pele just doing headers, just uh, passing the ball back and forth. And it was a really, if you need a good smile, just go watch that. So yeah, that's your morning report. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, yes, lots of uh, you know thoughts and and well wishes for for Pele and his family, a sporting icon uh, across. 
mm-hmm. you know, countries and everywhere. It was, it was incredible to see the outpouring of support and how cool he was able to get uh, one more World Cup in to see yeah. uh, some of the great talent that uh, helped. You know, we're probably inspired by watching Pele mm-hmm. uh, play at one time. That's uh, that's pretty cool. The Morning Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back on the other side. Kickoff Hour 2. With a chat with Peter Labardius, we'll dive into some World Junior Hockey Championships. Uh, Canada with another big victory last night. And get you set for the Flames and the Canucks on Saturday. That's coming up next here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.